Holy shit, 169? Oh yeah. It's Wednesday, October 15, 2023, and this is Rare Encounter, episode 169. And speaking in tongues, I'm Cold Acid. And a month ahead of schedule, wondering if I'm screwing my land or my land is screwing me. I'm Sir Spencer. And we've just been alerted by the troll room that it is actually November, not October. Oh, I thought I was a month ahead. No, no, I'm I'm a month behind, obviously. Okay. I'm going to blame it on the relief. cat. That would be like the first time in my life that I would have been even minutes ahead, let alone a whole month. Well, I mean, there's a first for everyone. So, yeah. Uh, this is true. Yeah, so, yeah, Abel Kirby is not available tonight. He is uh, stuck with some work thing. And so today I'm joined by none other than... Spencer, Sir Spencer of Bowl After Bowl. Oh yeah, yeah. Thank you for uh, reaching out. Yeah, thank you for thank you for coming on. I always uh, come when asked. Uh, <laughs> you got yourself a bevy. I do. I've uh, brewed myself a cup of some local coffee. Ah, I don't have Locally. coffee. I've got Locally I've got my roasted, traditional. Haritos. The Haritos. Guava flavor tonight. I need to get that. I need to get that clip off uh, Abel Kirby one of these days. You said that it's a, a guava. Yeah, hot guava. Tasty. I actually quite enjoy the flavor of it. I've never had the fruit itself, but the drink is great. There's some weird tropical and Asian fruits that I've never had. Uh. Like the, the stink fruit or whatever people talk about. <laughs> yeah, there's dragon fruit. I don't know. I don't know if it's the stinky one or not, but I know about the one that smells. I just don't yeah. remember its name. Me neither. Yeah, I'm. I'm not partial on stinky food. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. serpent says durian in the chat. Durian. That, that sounds it. right. Yeah. yeah. That I think that's the stinky one. It's uh, not the prettiest to look at either. Uh, I'm, I'm yeah. pretty sure I've read the Wikipedia a couple of times because that's what I do. <laughs> Let's if see. I durian fruit, and there's also jackfruit. Uh jackfruit. I heard a lot about uh, after my buddies went to do this internship in Vietnam. They came back talking about nothing but jackfruit and dong, which is the <laughs> Vietnamese currency. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I've I've seen Vietnamese dongs. The I, currency. Uh, I wouldn't put it past you. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, durian is uh, is like a spiky grenade of a fruit with like yeah, and it look it looks like it has like animal organs inside as the as the flesh of the fruit. Blech. Yeah, it's like it's like it, it's like a yellow. It's like a. It's like yellowed uh, cut a chicken breast. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> kind of disgusting. Nasty. Yeah. Apparently, it's not fruity at all. Apparently, you're not allowed to take durian fruit on, on the rapid transit in Singapore. Well, that's a pretty sane rule, I think, as far as rules go. Yeah, I mean, like, Singapore... Singapore, I am, I'm always stuck with the... the uh, Description: Disneyland with the death penalty from that uh, from that really old article. I think it was Neil Stevenson. It was either Neil Stevenson or William Gibson who wrote an article about it in Wired magazine in like its first or second year of publication. Mm. And yeah, so given the fact that it that it's like a spiky ball and possibly super stinky, yeah, I. I wouldn't want uh, I wouldn't want it on transit with me either. Yeah, no farting, no bringing durian. That's yeah, some, just some basic uh, basic courtesy rules on public transit. Yeah. So yeah, uh, we should probably take care of some uh, some show business that Abel Kirby and I have been fucking up on uh -oh. uh, for like several weeks now. So I just wanna I just wanna 
break out that our executive producer for tonight's show is none other than the illustrious Carolyn Blaney. Oh, Carolyn. Yay! Very nice. Cheers, Carolyn. Good job! So she actually <laughs> sent in she actually sent in a number of boosts over the last couple of shows that we kept forgetting to read. And I'm gonna I'm gonna go through all these boosts right now just to just to get them out of the way. And if any come in during the show, we'll we'll cover them at the end. So she started off two weeks ago, uh men mentioning in a boost of 8,888 sats. I remember when there was an all-girl band named All Saints. Uh, the next week, last week, on the 8th, she sent a couple of boosts. Uh, 8888 sat saying, Otter Attack Boost. And then, near the end of the show, same same value, saying, GoldenEye64 Boost. This is how they advertised a game back then. With a picture of... Bond and the Bond Chicks from GoldenEye that was used on the game cartridge. Very nice. Yeah. It was a very fun game. We also got last week two two more boosts. We got one from Booberry for 17,766 sats. And he said, Sonic Autism is a great band name. <laughs> <laughs> Most indeed. Yeah, Lavish also sent in a boost last week of 11,111 sats, and he said the price of rentals is too damn high. I agree. Yeah, well, I wouldn't know. I don't rent. But uh, I, know, I know my mortgage payments are more than I care to pay. Not more, than I, not more than I can afford, just I'd rather not have to pay them, you know, and still keep the house. Yeah, yeah I want to keep all my money. Yeah. Why does the bank get to take it? That's that's stupid. Yeah, I like money. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big fan. Yeah. I like money though. So I'm gonna have that picture that uh that Carolyn sent us in the GoldenEye boost in the show notes, of course. Beautiful. So, yeah. So I, I I've come across a few things uh over the last week and even today. Uh, a couple Ooh. of things came across my desk. Start off. Uh, I'm going to start off with uh, a new, well, not exactly new, but a newly discovered language. Okay. Yeah. So this takes us. This takes us down to Turkey. You ever heard of the Hittites? The Hittites. I can't say that I have. No, they were they were these dudes who lived in what's now Turkey, right? Uh, back around, what was it, around uh, 1900 BC to like 1200 BC. And they were probably the first, or at least one of the first, Iron Age cultures. Okay. Like the, the working of iron as like a, as like a regular everyday metal uh, rose in the lands of the Hittite Empire. Uh, near the end of its uh, of its existence, but before that, apparently something that they did was they'd record they'd record the uh, the religious beliefs of the various other cultures they've they took over in those cultures' own languages, but in their but in the Hittite. Uh, uh, not hieroglyphics, but like you know the, the cuneiform, mm. right? The Hittite gotcha. script. So having going through this, like scientists will go, like not scientists, but you know what I mean. The the people who study ancient cultures, right? The little archaeologists, yeah, slash, the archaeologists, uh, sociologists, yeah. yeah. So they go through these these tablets, right? And it's like. Hey, this doesn't seem to be any language we've seen before. Ooh. Yeah. And it's uh and it, it they discovered, yeah, there's there's a new or previously unknown Middle East language that hasn't been spoken for three thousand years. I'm into that. A new language discovered and it's not based on C. Hey! Well, e I mean, even C was based kind of on Algol, right? Yeah. So you can you can go even further back. 
I was really thinking you would drop like some C blunt or something on me. <laughs> C blunt. Now that would be a programming language. Um uh, we, we got C sharp, we got C plus <laughs> plus. I got to uh make a website and then we could maybe think about languages. <laughs> we gotta crawl before we could walk. Oh <laughs> uh, god damn. Yeah, so these were these tablets, they were discovered in uh what was the capital of the Hittite Empire, place formerly known as Hattusa, but known nowadays as Bogazkoy in uh, in Turk. And yeah. Bogazkoy. Um, yeah. Bogazkoy or something fast. like that. Anyway, <laughs> they got pictures in this article about it. Uh I really like the picture of the of the city gates. Although it has nothing to do with the actual article itself, other than the fact that it's a picture of, of like the ruins of their capital city, right? And there, it's the the text for it says like they're two stone lions to ward off evil, and one of them actually looks more like a bear. Oh yes, I see your link here now. Yeah, one of, one of the interesting things too is the the Hittites, their language is actually an Indo-European language like our own. Interesting. Yeah. And although have, although uh, the Anatolian branch is probably one of the first ones to split off from the rest of the of the language family, some some of their words are pretty similar to our own. They've got some examples in the article like water is watar, dutar was the was the root of their word for daughter. Okay. Card was was their word for the heart, which okay, not exactly English, but I mean cardiac, right? Sure. As pertaining to the heart. And newa as their word for new. I see Wiana for wine too. Yeah, Wiana for wine. Those are those are all uh you can you can tell the the similarities. You can you can kind of figure for yourself like the actual Proto-Indo-European roots there. And they can uh, tell all this from these little arrows pointing any direction on the stone tablet. I'm looking at the tablet and I'm yeah. like, these don't look like Wayana and uh, Daughter and whatever. <laughs> no, but a lot like a lot of the languages that used cuneiform. Use the same use the same symbols uh, for for the same sounds. Mm. So, well, well, you can well thanks to other research, like you can read out what a tablet says. In a lot of cases, it doesn't necessarily mean you you understand what what it says because like it could be a different language than the one you're expecting. As was the case for discovering this uh, language. That's wild. I wonder how many uh, mushrooms collectively anthropologists have had to take over time to figure all this shit out. It's crazy. I want to know how many mushrooms were were taken by that dude who studied the Dead Sea Scrolls and decided that that Jesus Christ was a magic mushroom. <laughs> You heard you heard our episode of uh, uh, what was it, a few weeks back where Abel yeah. Kirby and I were talking about that shroom Jesus yeah yeah I uh, support the theory it's a it's a pretty to, awesome theory uh, I'll admit to me I think it makes nothing but sense except I mean how do you put how do you put a mushroom on the cross yeah I mean apart from apart from using an art generator. If it's uh, still wet, I think you could pull it off, but a dried mushroom would probably crumble. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah, so, uh, as Serpent points out in the chat, cuneiform is more method of writing than an actual system itself. And yeah, they look like they look like arrows or triangles. The, ac the actual thing is, like, you'd have, like, this stylus, right? It'd be mm -hmm. usually a piece of reed, and you'd, like, just press down and swipe with it to to make your marks right and it would end up creating these like there's a little triangle head on them where you first press down 
right? Just because mm. of the shape of the of the reed. I see. And so you can tell when, so you can tell actually by looking at it how how to draw the characters or at least like the uh, the direction each stroke goes, which is more than can be said for for like the uh, characters from the East Asian languages where you're usually going in a particular order throughout like the the character, but not necessarily always. Oh yeah, that's way beyond my level of comprehension. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, remember... it's definitely it's definitely easier to read than it is to write. I remember when I was really young that this waitress at the Chinese place in our hometown was like writing my name out on a napkin and like explaining what all the parts were. And they're like, here's a piece of water and the water is in this. And then uh, I was like, I have no idea what any of this means. <laughs> yeah. All all I know is that my name means Christ bearer. Christ bearer. Yes. There you go. Yeah. My name means a uh, faithful steward. Oh, that's a pretty nice one. So like, Spencer is literally like a dispenser, basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, makes nothing but sense. Like, like phosphorus, light bearer. Christopher comes from Christophorus, meaning mm. Christ bearer. So you uh, bear the Christ child, then? I, I, I carry him around on my back. Or you, do you uh, bear full blown bearded Jesus? No, no, just could... little little kid Jesus. Uh, okay. Full blown Jesus is a little too little too heavy for me. Schooling the scholars in uh, temple like kid Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Being being the being the keener that uh, that pisses off all the all the little like rabbis in training. There you go. Question the authority. Always question authority. Definitely. Got to do it. Well, I mean, it's the only way. It's the only way we can really make progress on things, right? Mm -hmm. Never, never, never stand by just what you're told. Question it, challenge it, find out for yourself, right? Yeah. And now we're now we're moving towards like philosophy of lifestyle, right? So, yeah, gonna get too deep in the in the in the shallow end of the encounter. Min too save deep. that juice. Save that juices. Yeah. <laughs> so you got what do you want to bring out for 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 story well i was looking around and i made an awful mistake i must say uh -oh. i made the mistake of falling into this rabbit hole uh while trying to find anything interesting about potatoes that have happened recently i just found this revelation that i wasn't aware of and apparently none of the <laughs> regular uh, mainstream mom blogs were aware either. Uh, this whole controversy of what a yam is uh, and that it's not a sweet potato, really? And what we call yams are really sweet potatoes? I am what I am. It, it's this whole weird scenario. So they don't even belong to the same family. Uh, sweet potatoes belong to, I guess, the Morning Glory family? They don't seem anything even close to one another. And yet, uh, convoluta say or whatever. I mean, I, I just, my... I just opened up the article on yams on, on Wikipedia. Mm. And yeah, there's, there's like even different places have different yams. So it's like, yeah, in the United States, they call sweet potatoes yams. Mm hmm. In Australia, it's, it's the Microceris lanceolata, which apparently were staple food of the aboriginals. New Zealand calls uh, the oka yams. In Malaysia and Singapore, taro is a yam. And then in Africa, South and Southeast Asia, and the Pacific Islands, they've got another thing that they call the elephant foot yam. That's a lot of yam. That was an elephant. No, oh, I thought it was a I thought it was a fart. It just ran by. <laughs> I elephant just ran by open. farting. It was it was a huge mistake. I left the garage door open. 
It's actually getting <laughs> cold in here. Uh, oh. And elephants are running by farting. Yeah, uh, yeah it's saying that uh, our sweet potatoes come from California plus the South, basically. Whereas yams come from West Africa and Asia. So pretty much if you find anything in the store that anyone calls yams around here, it's probably actually a sweet potato. Yeah. Today, the USDA requires that when the term yam is used to describe sweet potatoes, it must also be labeled as a sweet potato. <laughs> so you just have to call it both if you're going to call a sweet potato a yam, according to the government. Well, up here, we just call them sweet potatoes anyway. I've never actually seen them uh, labeled or called yams anywhere I've, any of the grocery stores I've gone to here. I just hear them referenced. I don't really read when I'm in the grocery store, so I don't know what they're called there. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, the sweet potato is uh, related to potatoes. They're they're in the same. They're in the same order of yeah, uh, of plants. They're both considered tubers, but like that's where that's as far as it goes. I think. Well, no, they're they're solanelles. Solanum tuberosum is a yep, white potato, which is the which is the common potato. Mm -hmm. But uh, sweet potatoes are are in a different family from regular potatoes. Yeah, like with the morning glory family. What? That's so weird. So I totally got distracted with trying to find anything new because, like, I don't even know what's old about potatoes. So tomatoes are also are also uh, in Solanum. Okay. Yeah, but they're a different. They're a different species. They're a nightshade. Yeah, which sounds like some weird fucking X Man character or something. I don't know. There probably was one, but. I think nightshade is better known from like you know witches' recipes. Mm. They, they'll put in a touch of uh, nightshade, wing of bat, you know all that shit. Yeah, reminds me of like a Matt Berry album or something. But uh, yeah, all of these, all of these, like came from uh, came from Central and South America. It's pretty crazy. I was on a little rabbit hole about it. Uh, they also talked about. Nutritional value, and they said that like a sweet potato has is slightly less bad for you, according to experts. So you always gotta you know couch that with okay, what do they know really? But then <laughs> right after that, this article I found said that uh, it's probably not as uh, highly correlated to heart disease because we don't overeat them like we overeat the regular potatoes. Yeah, if you, if you got as much starch in your diet from the sweet potatoes as you did from regular potatoes, it'd probably be just as bad. Like, if they were pushing you to, like, supersize your sweet potato everywhere you went, you'd probably be fat from that, too, I guess. Probably. But I'd totally go for it. I like some fat sweet potatoes. And I, I could go for some, like, sweet potato waffle fries. That actually sounds fantastic. I know, doesn't it? With, like, maybe a little whipped cream uh, dip or something? Uh, maybe, Some, but I'm... Something I'm, sweet? Something a little sweet, not too sweet? Actually, yeah, sour cream would work well for that, wouldn't it? There you go. Yeah. There you go. Definitely sounds good. Lorian also pointed me toward a very weird, like, six degree of separation time co type connection. It all started when uh, the girls in the car were... Asking, is there Christmas music on the radio yet? We want to hear Christmas songs. Oh, no. Which I was like, huh, I, I guess Halloween's over. There probably is Christmas song, uh, Christmas music on the radio. And sure enough, we like, turned the dial and found it. And uh, an old favorite classic, I Want a Hippopotamus for Christmas, was on. <laughs> uh, so when we pulled into the driveway, we like got home from the errands. We usually all pile out, but... My oldest stayed in the car because she liked the song and she wanted to keep listening to the song. Uh, oh, I've had moments like that. Lorian did some digging on uh, the, the origin of the song. Hippopotamus for Christmas, a novelty song, uh, was recorded in 1953 by then 10-year-old Gayla Peavy. Wait, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't, what's her name? The, the little girl from the 30s movies? 
What, uh, Shirley Temple? Yeah. Nah. I thought it was Shirley Temple this whole time. Maybe she covered it at one point, but no, no. That would no, have been... it's, it's too, like, harsh Brooklyn-y to be Shirley Temple. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas! So, yeah, I'm looking. Yeah, first released in, uh, in 1953. So, yeah, definitely post-dating the Shirley Temple era. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. Shirley Temple would have been a... Would have At been least like in her a, 20s. Yeah. Maybe 30s by then. Well into adulthood. Yeah. And so, Gayla Peavy, I guess she's still alive. She's, like, uh, in her 80s now. But she has a daughter, okay? Uh, Sydney Forrest, an American composer and musician, who has had music in a lot of different films, but most notably... Studio Ghibli's uh, English dub of Kiki's Delivery Service. Oh, cool. How about them apples? Yeah, well, I don't listen to dubs, so this is news to me. It was it was news to me. Yeah. I don't usually uh, chase around vintage Christmas songs on Wikipedia. Although I do <laughs> do some weird Wikipedia rabbit holes. That one's, uh, that one's even beyond is it, my is it usual possible? Story. Is it even possible to, like, just... Open Wikipedia randomly and then not fall down a rabbit hole. I don't think so. Yeah, they even have a random button, which is very. I know dangerous. it's 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 fucking digital crack. Oh yeah, yeah. I've I've done too much. Now here like here's what I'm here's what I'm wondering. You guys haven't even had your Thanksgiving yet, right? That's correct. Yeah, it's next week. So they're already playing Christmas music, and you haven't even had. You haven't even had Thanksgiving yet. And why is there yep, no Thanksgiving I music? It, I don't know. Like, you should, have I, song, not... you should have songs about, like, eating with the Indians and then, like, killing them. <laughs> uh, scalping anthems and such? Yeah, exactly, right? I mean, like, that's, that's, that's kind of how Thanksgiving went originally, right? I think so. Something I like wasn't that. Around. I wasn't around, but I hear a lot of controversial history about it. Some people yeah. are like, Thanksgiving, it was a wonderful time. Yeah, uh, got, to, got, to avoid, and and... got to avoid starving thanks to the helps of the natives, and then the next year, it kill them off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of, kind of yeah. a dick move, Puritans. <laughs> they, they, uh, they were all about the dick moves, except for the funnest uh, dick moves. You mean like the the witch trials? The witch trials, yeah. Mm-hmm. The the <laughs> the typhoid blankets or whatever it was. Uh, lots yeah, of different the interesting blankets. fun. Mm-hmm. Lots of interesting fun ideas. But when it came to actual dick moves, you know, like the ones that you should be doing, you know, moves with your dick. Yeah, they weren't big on that. Generally frowned upon. Yeah, especially out of wedlock. Pure frowning. Oh yeah, like they would they would give you the rope for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nothing. Nick, Nick the rat uh, Nick the rat points out uh his theory that Thanksgiving is a lie made by Big Turkey. What do you think? <laughs> that would explain a lot. That would explain why my dad is proud of uh having already bought his turkey. Yeah, but it but it doesn't explain the lack of uh Thanksgiving music. That's true. What maybe uh maybe Big Turkey's just tone deaf. Could be. I mean, they're turkeys. I think they're trying, like they're making an effort. I saw some kind of uh preview for a Thanksgiving movie, but it's some weird horror slasher kind of looking thing. And it's like Thanksgiving. He's going to fucking stab you. <laughs> <laughs> I, d I really don't understand the plot, but I'm, I'm usually not sucked into all the horror films anyway. Me meanwhile, uh, meanwhile, there's entire stations dedicated to Valentine's music year-round. Valentine's music? Is this just, like, love songs in general, or...? Yeah, like, all that, all that easy rock and, like, mm. chick love songs, right? Yeah. The, the, sort, the, sort of, the sort of shit you hear piped into, piped into offices. Yeah. The, the things that you would curate for like a the DVD of somebody's wedding uh, menu or yeah. wedding footage. <laughs> <laughs> Serpent says it's twenty four seven Taylor Swift, which I'm, I'm sure I'm sure Darren O'Neill would would love that. Oh yeah. 
Darren O'Neill's Thanksgiving wish is to be uh, dumped by Taylor Swift. Dumped by her? Yeah, because then you get a song. Her? Ooh. Uh, no, wait, that's that a little order, too German. Both. That's a little too German for him. He's more <laughs> Irish. Yeah. I get to make that joke because I am pot German. There you go. Yeah. You're allowed. I'm we'll allowed. allow it. Yeah. Same, same, with, same, with, uh, same with the Ukrainian jokes. Because, I mean, I'm part Ukrainian as well. So, like, if, if, somebody, if somebody complains about me farting, I say, oh, it's just Ukrainian air freshener. Oh, <laughs> uh, tasty. Yeah. When I was a kid, we used to make a lot of uh, Ukrainian farting shit jokes. This has to be probably the hottest time in, in our lifetimes for Ukrainian jokes, huh? I don't know. I'm gen- generally generally I frown upon like joking on on like whoever's involved in in a war. Unless 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 I see them as like unequivocal bad guys, which is pretty rare, huh? Yeah. There's always some kind of nuance going on no matter what uh yeah. happens to be the scenario. Although I will I will make fun of Russians at any time. The only thing I knew about Ukraine or heard about Ukraine uh, up till maybe two years ago was breadbasket of Europe. Yep. Kind of one of those uh, facts they just pound into your head over and over again in the public school system. Well, it, I mean, I mean, it, it's one of the largest countries in Europe, right? And mm-hmm. it's, got, it's got a climate and soil like the prairies, so of course you're gonna you're gonna have like it is gonna be a breadbasket for your for whoever. There's gotta gotta be a hell of a lot of crops. Oh, uh, a hell of a lot of wheat at the very least. Smoke wheat every day. Yeah, my my I mean my grandfather on my dad's side he he was born raised in Ukraine, and then World War Two happened and he ended up in Rimini, and then mm. uh, eventually moved out here. But uh, yeah, he grew up. He grew up on a farm, right? So, so uh, as long as I knew him in his life, right, backyard of his place, like half the backyard was was like his own little farm where he's growing different fruits and he was he was growing his own dill and everything. And you could That's just go, cool. you could just go out there and just like you know, just grab a tomato right off the vine and just eat it just like that. It's oh, wonderful. Yeah. I got to get tomatoes going next year. We meant to do it this year, but I just never pulled the trigger. Me, I've, Life I've, gets in the way, yeah. you know. I would love to have something like that, but I have such a brown finger that even spider plants die under my care. And those things are fucking impossible to kill. What you been doing with that brown finger? <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to know. <laughs> I guess I probably don't. Uh, when you're in the hood with a very little land, you kind of have to just half-ass it if you <laughs> be uh, kind of homestead farmy. Yeah. Well, at I, all, I but. mean, like, I don't have like one of these tiny modern uh, subdivision backyards where like you can you can spit from the back door and hit the fence. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't. I don't have a yard as big as the one that my my grandparents had, and I mean. They were they were in Scarborough, which is a suburb of Toronto, right? And and a lot of the a lot of the developments since like the eighties have the little spots, but their place was built in like the fifties. They bought it uh they bought it like already already lived in by previous owners, right? And it was a nice sized property. And and mine's I mean, it's smaller, but it's not really that smaller. I could definitely have the same amount of surface area for farming, uh, my own my own fruits and vegetables. It's just mm-hmm. that I can't do it. Just I, ju- uh, I just don't I just don't have that uh, I just don't have that farming talent. We uh, <clears throat> the one thing we do keep up with is the garlic, and I just got garlic in the ground maybe a week and a half ago. And garlic's and a good that- one to have. That one's nice because you have. There's no such thing as being bad at it. You just put the bulbs in the ground and then you wait, and that's Shit, it. You don't even need necessarily to put them in the ground. You can fucking 
grow them in a bowl inside by the window. True. Yeah, they... But me, I mean, like I said, I've killed spider plants, and those thing, those things just fucking... <laughs> they're, 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 essentially, they're essentially weeds with how quickly they grow and everything. And all you need to do, like, you put them, you put them in some potting soil, and you never have to change the soil or add any sort of fertilizer. You just water them regularly. These fuckers still died on me. It's fucking bullshit, man. <laughs> That's right, Carolyn. <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> I'm going to call the spider plant police. Yeah. So, yeah, it's... I I feel I feel bad for it, and I've just given up on having any sort of uh, real greenery in the house. If I feel the need in the future to have plants, I'm just gonna get I'm you know I'm just gonna go on Amazon and order some plastic ones because at least those <laughs> won't die. There you go. Yeah. Brown kind of kind of pathetic, but you know, <laughs> you 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 do what you make you do what you can. They've got some nice uh, Lego Technic plants I've seen. Oh shit! They don't even have to be Technic. I have, you know, I have the uh, the Lego bonsai, right? Oh yeah, yeah. okay. And that set, that I, set actually came with uh, came with like green branches and leaves and pink ones for. So it's like you know, it's like a bonsai uh, cherry blossom tree. Oh. And so in the spring, in the spring, I take off the green ones and I attach the the pink ones instead. So it looks like it's a uh, cherry blossom tree in bloom. There we go. Yeah. I have to keep I've it down the, uh... here where the, can't, where the cat can't get at it, though. Because <laughs> she'll fucking still... knock it over and she'll, like, toss the, toss the little pieces that are supposed to be, like, the soil and or gravel all over the place and... Ugh. Yeah. Cat is Silly a pain kitty. in the ass. Yeah. I we had a cat when I was little and it was a big pain in the ass. She gets it away with it me. too because she's so adorable. Our, our cat liked me every morning from when I would get up until I would feed the cat. And then the rest of the day I was just non-existent. Like <laughs> fuck you. Yeah, my my cat my cat will come and like meow at me when she wants attention, uh, no matter what I'm doing. Uh, and at night, if I'm if I'm in bed and she wants attention, she'll actually start yowling, like really loudly, wake the, me up. The little the bitch. final straw was uh, not being able to put the Christmas tree up because the cat would just go fucking ape shit on the Christmas tree. That's why I'm afraid to put up mine. I haven't put up my Christmas tree ever since I got the cat. Yeah, that's probably a smart move. Cats and Christmas trees. There's just something. It's Me like yeah. it's like meanwhile, crack for kitties. Meanwhile, my brother's cat, he won't bother messing with the tree. It's just if you put presents under it, he will climb on top of the presents and sleep on and like crush the ribbons. Oh God! That's it. That that's about it. He's Fuck much better behaved cats. than my cat. <laughs> Fucking cat! I was hoping to get your advice on uh, something anime related. I might a, be able to help as a man with a. Somewhat of a wealth of knowledge in that area. Uh, I was looking for another, like, wolf-related anime to watch. I've seen Wolf Children, which uh, Yukiyami actually recommended on No Agenda Social. That's what his handle is based on, is that anime. Is the Have two you wolf seen Children's Spice and Wolf yet? I've not seen Spice and Wolf. The only other one I've seen is Wolf's Reign, which also was fantastic, by the way. So with uh, with Spice and Wolf, the wolf is a girl. Okay. Well, she she looks like she looks like a teenage girl, but she's actually like hundreds of years old, and is a uh, is a goddess of the land essentially. And what she what she does is because she's no longer she's no longer worshipped, and she's seen now thanks to like. This Catholic Church XP as like a devil or demon in the place where she sells. She decides 
she's gonna she's gonna go traveling with this uh, merchant who comes through town, and uh, they end up like trying to find uh, where she where she originally came from, and what happened to the people that she knew in there. Right, the other the other like gods of the land that used to live there. Gotcha. And it it's not really there's no like real etchiness or anything to it but there's a lot of economics okay like the uh the original light novels and the the anime itself are really uh like a lot of it's about it's really about like the the sort of like trading that's being done there's things like every every like city having their own coins and having to deal with conversions between them and just like the sort of deals that merchants would have been making in say like the renaissance era right early renaissance gotcha when they're still kind of sheltered from one another and yeah there's a little bit of cross trading but like large distances between places and there's going to be a new there's going to be a new anime for it starting apparently next year but the existing two season anime is still really well done Jinro the Wolf Brigade says Anon in the chat yeah there's that I never saw that though I did watch I did watch Spice and Wolf though which was uh, which was really good the guy who the guy who wrote it he he also was behind a few other a few other things. Um, he wrote a, a where is it? Yeah, a visual novel trilogy called World End Economica, which is uh, which is also like a lot of economics involved. But this is like sci-fi far future people living on the moon and colonies on the moon right uh he did a he did a short manga that lasted only three volumes about a about a high school girl who's a day trader and a college student who was hired to tutor her so she wouldn't have to keep going to school nice yeah that seems like a great situation yeah okay so so Spice and Wolf, that's my uh, Wolfie Boy recommendation. And then I also need a Horny Boy recommendation. What's oh, like the, shit. What's where, a great, where can I even start there? I know there's a lot of material, but I'm trying to find something like real special. Because it's harder for me to wade through. You know, it's, there's not a lot of wolf stuff, but there is some. But there's a shitload of Horny Boy. Yeah, there's um, there's... There's horny stuff every season, pretty much. And I would say my favorites in that category would be, like, Golden Boy was fun. Abel Kirby showed us that one. Mm-hmm. Um, where it's still super wholesome, but <laughs> there's plenty of there's plenty of horny boy scenes in there that are nice. Uh, and then, oh, the one I don't know why I'm uh, blanking on the name, but it's it's the Fear Is Freedom one, you know, about the clothes. A kill a kill. A kill a yeah, kill a kill. I loved that one. I thought that was fantastic. The whole the whole way it was uh, done and pulled off. Uh, Kenojo Mo Kenojo is a is a pretty fun one, and it's I mean it's etchy light. I would say it. Uh, it's about it's about this guy who. Who like after years of constantly confessing to the girl he likes, she finally agrees, and then another girl confesses to him, and because of his like serious nature, he decides the only thing he can do is two time them with the, with each other's knowledge, and so like it, and now like in there's two other girls, and now it's going from like you know a. Uh, Menage a trois to like a, mon- a menage a quins. Oh boy! Yeah. Okay. And they co- they cover the various bases. Like, uh, <laughs> don't like- you hate it when that happens? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the girls probably do. As a, as a guy, I mean, having having a bunch of uh, like four cute girlfriends uh, doesn't <laughs> seem like 
too bad an idea uh, if, I mean, if you can put up with that. But, like, you've got the, you've got, like, the ener energetic Genki girl. You've got, like, the, the sweet homely girl. Uh, she's got, uh, she's got big tits. Uh, the, the blonde who's, like, <laughs> trying to get involved, she's got the biggest tits of all. And she's nice. a YouTuber who does camping <laughs> videos. And then the last one is a friend of the first girl who's, like, got, like, almost flat chest, but has been secretly crushing on the dude for years and wants her friend to win and have all the other girls go away because it's the only way she thinks that she'll be able to get over him. Oh, man. She's got big boobs, doesn't she? Yeah, I knew it. Yeah, so it's a it's a pretty it's a pretty amusing one. It's it's a very slapstick sort of uh, sort of show, and that's I mean because the guy who the guy who created it, the other stuff that he's done, is is in a similar sort of style where it's like where it's like energetic slapstick sort of uh, sort of like idiots. Uh, let's see, like he did he did another he did another manga. That was turned into an anime called Aho Girl, which is about this really dumb, energetic, gr annoying girl who loves bananas. And I don't mean dicks; I mean the fruit. Like if you if you put if you put a banana under a giant box, with, being held up by a stick with a string attached to it, you could trap her like that. Like that's how dumb she is, and how and she's how like wax banana. Yeah, and how much she likes bananas. She's bananas for bananas. She's huh? bananas for bananas. Yeah, incredible. Yeah, it, it's pretty. It's pretty. It's pretty funny stuff. What he's done <laughs> really drives the plot. Yeah, things were going all right, and then a banana appeared. Yeah. Oh, and if you do, if you don't mind if you don't mind a bit of like bare-chested muscles in your etchy. There's, uh, there's another really funny anime and manga uh, about a uh, about a Mexican wrestler uh, well, from Japan. Like, what do they call them again? You know, luchador? I was... Huh? A luchador? Yeah, a luchador. That's right. Yeah, a luchador who gets isekai'd and he's like crazy about He's crazy about animals, and he goes crazy for, like, the magical beasts in this land. Instead of, like, fighting and defeating them, he he brings them home and raises them and opens a pet store that he won't sell any of the, any of the animals because he doesn't think anybody will actually take care of them as well as he does. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And that's called what? Oh shit! Uh, hold on, I gotta find the name of it again. Oh, uh oh. <laughs> it's gotta be like Luchador no Luchadoru. No, it's not. It's not something like <laughs> it's like every anime name. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. What? Uh, Is it in this list? Oh, it's uh, looking for it. I'm still looking for it. Oh, here's a good one that you should watch as well. Keijo. Okay. Keijo. Yes. It's a it's a sports anime where the sport, Keijo, is uh is one where girls oh, have to yeah. push each other off of these platforms using only their tits and asses. You have recommended this to me on some form of communication. I feel like it was toot at, uh, at one point. Uh, yes, I probably yeah. have. I find this incredibly appealing. Yeah. Okay, so that one that I was talking about with the with the isekai luchador is called Kimono Kimono Michi. Kimono Michi. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Yeah. That is one. That is one to definitely to look up. Fantastic. All right. <laughs> cool. Like I've I've loaded up my. Uh, next box there's this void we we were binging on the this vampire show mm -hmm. um what we do in the shadows which uh mary kate ultra and make heroism had recommended to us and uh 
I'm a big Matt Fer- uh, Matt Berry guy, Matt Berry fan. So that was great. But then when you run out of a when you run out of episodes of a show you really enjoy, then it's like yeah, you, you need something to fill that hole. Yeah, exactly. You know exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I've been in. Need, I've been I in that. Uh, I've been in that position plenty of times. <laughs> where it's like you you watch something, you've enjoyed the fuck out of it. Now it's over, right? Mm-hmm. And like, oh come on, I need I need more, or I need something that's like you know at least similar that I can keep enjoying. We uh, did discover that some based boys have collected all of the HBO Real Sex episodes. Over time, which there were 33 of, by the way. I don't know if you've ever <laughs> seen Never any of those. Never heard of this. Oh, man, I'll send you the Internet Archive on them. It's, it's actually a perfect blend of, like, interesting and horny boy material. <laughs> it's okay, I just, like, I just did a search, HBO Real Sex, and yeah. Documentary television series... Uh, Sexually explicit magazine which explores sex 90s style. Yeah, the first episode was in 1990, and they kept making them through, like, I want to say, I don't know. I think Obama killed it. Says here, December, June 1990 to December 2009. Yep. Fucking Obama. God damn it, Obama. Yeah, they thought it was probably, like, problematic or something. I don't know. Serpent There's points some out stuff that, that's just... Yeah. Serpent There's some stuff in it that... Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we got that goddamn delay! Ah! Yeah, Serpent saying that Keijo was uh, previously mentioned in episode 55. That is over two years ago. Oh, nice. Yeah. Wow. That is a, that is a deep cut. Yeah, you, you and Abel were still doing Abelcraft back then. Oh, those were the days. You're gonna make me cry. Don't bring that up. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I do miss some uh, music making with Abel Kirby, though. You guys should. Uh, you guys should work on another album. That would be cool, Espe- especially uh, now that like there's the whole. You guys, you guys pioneered the whole value for value music album thing, and now there's like actual podcasts about it. That's true, right? So you guys, you guys got to get like, you guys got to get like your OG cred going on, right? Yeah, we have to make some kind of a, uh, we can have a sophomore slump and put out an album that just is like, ah, oh, we, we had to put one out. Here it is. <laughs> oh, it doesn't have to be a sophomore slump. I mean, some no, sophomore albums are fucking amazing. Look at, uh, look at the sophomore album of uh, Foo Fighters, right? True. True. No, I think it'd be a grand, uh, a grand time, and I know that he's got stuff he's been thinking about. Um, but we're both a couple of busy guys just running around in circles like uh, insane guys. Yeah. It'd be a lot easier if it wasn't for things like work, right? Oh, work, man. If I didn't need money, I would right? be able to have even more fun than I already have. I tell you, I miss my neat days. <laughs> Oh man. Those were the times. Sure, I didn't have any money or anything, but I mean I was I was getting to like fuck around on the internet as much as I want. I could go out and do whatever I want any time of day or night, right? Yeah. Sleep until as long as you want. Exactly, go, right? It's stay up as late as you want. It was so much all, better in some ways. All the DJ shit was on the table. Mm-hmm. Now, like, now I gotta right, go gotta... fucking slave from eight to four every day, right? And fucking mm-hmm. drive back and forth with all the with all the retards and assholes. Mm. I tell you, every like... every commute may, it makes me a little more accepting of mass murder. I can believe that. I am so glad I don't have to commute as part of my shit. Like I just. The yeah, virtual environment can can work from the basement like that. Yeah, is the- you, cool boy, Mew, and all and all these other people who get to work like from home every day, all day. Like that just that just you know fucking. I, I'm I'm jealous. I'm jealous. It's out there. It's out there. 
On the other, on the other hand, spot. I don't have to like when I leave the office. That's it, right? All that shit yeah. stays there. I don't yep. bring that shit home with me. Yeah. Right. Well, so, it's... so there is there is that aspect at least. There are always trade offs. Yeah, like uh, this fucking chair has had my ass in it for like probably. <laughs> 30 of the last 48 hours because he worked out here all day for work and then you, you should, do a show you should, get, you should get a second chair and then like switch between them depending <laughs> on whether or not you're working right this is my show chair this is my work chair yeah mm. exactly maybe get a third <laughs> chair which is like your your gaming and hentai watching chair <laughs> this is my wife sits on my lap chair damn right there we go <laughs> yeah <laughs> why not we have yeah. like musical chairs down here shuffle them around and hey right if all... they're all if they're on the if they're on the casters right you can just like roll them around or just you know like give them a good push to to make it roll down the down to the other end of the room mm. you could even i don't know you could even set up boxes at at the end of the room like just like you know, the boxes that like people put uh, put wine in, right? Like you, okay. When they're gifting, when they're gifting wine, right? You can get these boxes or these cardboard tubes that you put the bottle in, right? And then wrap sure. that up, right? You get a bunch of you get a bunch of them, right? Stick them at one end of the room and then roll your chair down at them. Chair bowling. Chair bowling. Yeah. Fuck, I'm I'm living life wrong. I need you for uh, a lot of advice around here. Yeah, I'm, I'm always good. I'm always good for bad advice. <laughs> we could really. I feel like we could really lift morale. <laughs> Improve productivity, fifteen percent. Yeah, by introducing chair bowling. Chair bowling. What could go wrong? <laughs> <laughs> Ten minutes later, picture the house burning down. The kids are like, what are you doing? I want to do it. No, 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 no. Mm, you have to be a trained professional. <laughs> Wait till you've got a job, then you can chair bowl. Exactly. <laughs> That's the idea. Oh, wow. Wow, we actually, we actually, we actually got to like a whole hour already. Eh? Oh, man. Do we have uh, some, some back-end boosts there? Uh, let me check. I hope so, but I'm not seeing any, sadly. I have no access to the technology. I've heard that uh, there's been some real ass-kickery uh, amongst a lot of the main networks people use to do the boosts. So, like, Albie's been down. I know Zebedee, which is underneath all of the fountain boosts, has had some scheduled maintenance, which always is planned for, you know, four hours and takes 18 or something. Also, <laughs> yeah, that's plain SC, maintenance for you. Right. As C. Brooklyn points out, the the mempool fees are insane right now, too. So people yeah. are... So not expecting of, anybody to send in, uh, send in, like, direct Bitcoin donations rather than over Lightning. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been using, I've been using Albi uh, since I gave up on my node. And uh, one one of these days, I've got to I've got to extract the the coins off of there because I had a goodly amount. Yeah. Right. Um. That or that or find out what I can do to actually like resurrect the fucking thing. Sure. Yeah, I remember you had some woes with the drive part. I'm actually experiencing some of that right now. My drive, I think, is beginning to fail of the first one I ever made. Yeah. Uh, but I'm building a new one on just like a small form, uh, s small form factor PC. Um, and I'm going to try that out because I think uh, people I've talked to have had a lot better results using something like that versus a Pi that, you know, has barely got a CPU and it's got just eight gigs of RAM and you yeah. double the RAM and get it in a real machine, and uh, it can do a lot better at staying online and stuff. So that's what I'm trying out. I'm going to put it on a Dell Optiplex. I probably would have done better to just like get something, get something running on on MediaBox on my MediaBox than doing the Raspy Blitz thing. 
But the the problem the problem is like I recovered I recovered like most of the files. I always had my phrase and everything. Yeah. Like, that was never a problem. It it's one of the it's one of the programs themselves gets stuck when doing the recovery process. And then huh. like everything's just in limbo going nowhere. Yeah, L and D just kind of freezing up has been an issue for me in the past and lately I've been getting warnings about the the drive being uh, unreadable and unreachable at times. So yeah. I just need to fucking hurry up and back my shit up and transfer it over, migrate it to a new machine. And I, th- I think we'll be back in, in business, but I mean, it's still chugging along and uh, <laughs> posting IRC chats with boost committed stuff. So like uh, it's defying all odds. That's, that's like, good. At least it's still working for now. Mm-hmm. For now. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this has been great having you on. It's been a it's been a while getting to chat with you. Yeah, definitely. I I appreciate you reaching out to me. I don't know if it was the I didn't realize until I looked it up. It was episode one sixty nine, and I was like, ooh. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. He had I my didn't, number. That really didn't click in until I got home today. Myself, nice. it's like, yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna have Sir Spencer on. It's gonna be holy shit one sixty nine. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was like, 69, 69, dude. And yeah, I was yeah. just thinking like, you know, why didn't I not realize this when I asked you come on on the weekend? Could have had, could have <laughs> had something really fun planned with that in mind. I know. I know. I, I, I only realized it when I sat back down earlier to, to, <laughs> to come up with a starting phrase. And I was like, oh. <laughs> Oh, it's 169. Yeah. We uh, dropped the ball, man. We dropped that ball. We had it all planned out 100 episodes ago, but mm-hmm. uh, Abel Kirby didn't talk to me for a month after that. <laughs> <laughs> Typical. Uh, so, oh well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, yeah. Thanks so much for uh, reaching out to me. Yeah, it's a blast always talking to you. It's a it's a hell of a lot of fun. One one of these days, one of these days, I got to get down to the states again, and like you, me, and Abel have to like hang out somewhere. Probably probably would have to be in like Ohio or India, Indiana. Right? <laughs> we will go to India. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I mean, I great Indiana, not India. Oops. <laughs> that was uh, my mistake. <laughs> uh wherever, yeah. Uh that would be a lot of fun. I I'd go over to Ohio. Maybe we could uh uh wrestle up Toonton Mousy Bear to make an appearance too. They're out there. Maybe away. I'll have I'll have to see how my uh how my holiday schedule is and line things up with uh, Abel Kirby, but probably some point uh uh next year in the summer. I'd probably be able to to head down there for for a week or at least uh, at least half a one. That would be pretty cool. I know there's yeah. a big uh, gathering toward the end of July with the uh, Nashville Bitcoin meetup that's going on, or the Nashville Bitcoin conference. There's a scraggly band of scragglers that are trying to kind of make a show of it. So probably best not to go around that time then for. <laughs> It's just to keep, you know, so that thing, so that things aren't. I'm not distracting from things. There you go. Yeah, I don't know. It's the more the merrier, I say. But uh, plus, Nashville's just, quite a bit of a way down. That's a that's a couple of days drive from here. Yes, I am uh, lucky enough to be right smack in the middle of the country, so I, um, I can usually make most things. It's yeah. like the far coasts that uh, are the hardest for me to pull off, but even then, it's still yeah. Midland, manageable. Midland, you're good with though. Oh yeah, yeah. Everything's a day trip for me. Yeah. Meanwhile, for me, it's like uh, ten to twelve hours to Indianapolis, depending on uh, how much I want to go over the speed limit. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But I mean, I could get to. I could get to like anywhere in ohio in about that time or less that sounds right yeah 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 that's uh i'm only a little bit closer than that but 
somewhat. I think it's like eight hours for me to hit Ohio. Eight or nine. Yeah, so that would be about that for me too. And if I if I did if I do go down to Ohio, I might I might take a take a bit of a longer trip, or stay night before at my mom's place and come through uh, Peely, because mm. there, which is a pretty nice thing. Peely, like there's Point Peely, and then there's Peely Island, which is like one of the grape growing places in Ontario, and there's ferries, uh, both. Uh, within Canada to Point Pelee and into uh, into the states in Ohio. Pelee, that's how I get after a particularly bad sunburn. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> an attempt was made. <laughs> yes, an attempt was made. Yeah, that would be a ni- that would be a nice trip too. If I if I did that, that probably be what I would do. That sounds, yeah, fun. You got options. Extendo trip. Mm-hmm. That's what I've been trying to do as I get older is just kind of uh, map my longer trips out to where I can um, stay with people along the way and kind of, you know, yeah, make a whole deal out of it. It's economical, but it's also just soul rejuvenating too, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, like, at the end, at the end of this, uh, or the start of next year, right? Uh, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be going on uh, Dad's anime podcast for an episode, and then after that, because I've got that whole first week of the year off, I was thinking I was gonna go up north, right, in the snow and everything, to uh, to like northern Ontario, and just you know just make a trip out of it, go up there, stay a night or two, come back down. Is yeah, you know, it's nice sometimes to just you know to just wander. Like that. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, you can't just stay in the same place forever and ever. Mm-hmm. Gotta mix it up every once in a while. Yeah. And I Get think that that's, what, that's what I'm gonna do. That sounds like a hell of a plan. Mm-hmm. Anyway, thanks again for, for coming on. This is this has definitely been a blast. Absolutely. I appreciate you having me. I appreciate having you. Anytime uh anytime you need assistance, mm-hmm. let me know. <laughs> Well, we're gonna have to have you on again, hopefully in the near future. Uh, this time with uh, with Abel as well. Yes, yes, I need to uh, chat with my old bandmate. Mm-hmm. Got got to get the band back together. Getting the band back together. <laughs> That's right. We need a we need a sophomore uh, <laughs> a sophomore effort. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hold on. There's... If if you meme it, it will happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely gonna have to definitely gonna have to plan that out before the end of the year. Have you on again. That'd be really cool, man. I'm looking forward to it. Well, so am I. I'll I'll keep in touch with Abel Kirby about it. Awesome. Alright. Talk to you later. Take care. I had a good woman. But she lay down, honey, and died. Oh, I had a good woman. But she lay down and died. Don't you know everybody tell me she wasn't satisfied?